This Week in the 90s podcast. Yeah, hey everybody, what's happening? Uh, welcome to This Week in the 90s. I'm Chris Brockman. Sarah Tiana. Hey, it's episode 16. Yes, it is. Hey, I have the evens. You, you have, have the evens. Odds. I have odds. Who's your uh, most favorite athlete who wore number 16? Joe Montana. Hey, you actually knew one. I Good did. job. I know. Well, look at me. Good. For this year, it's Tyler Lockett because he's on our fantasy teams. Oh, yeah, that's a good number 16. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Uh, not much. How you feeling? Working. I'm exhausted yeah. all the time. I yeah. mean, we always say, like, I'm ready for bed, and it's like 5 o'clock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready for bed before we give Cage a bath. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, when I know we have to give him a bath, I'm like, ugh, can't we all just go to bed and fall asleep? It's like it's still, we still have bath time. Ugh, can't we just go to bed? <laughs> When is he gonna be old enough to bathe himself? Yeah, just bathe yourself so we can sleep at four thirty. Yeah, I don't know. So I totally get it when everyone's like, "Oh, you get older and you just want to eat an early bird special." You know, I just want to eat dinner at three thirty and like breakfast the night before. Like, yeah. I totally understand that now. I know that's so true. <laughs> I've never really like, thought about it until you just mentioned it, but yeah. now I'm like, "Oh yeah, that would be amazing." No, that would be amazing. Eat I at don't four, really, yeah. go to sleep at six. I don't really want to eat past five o'clock anyway, and so. uh I'm just as soon as five hits, boom, bedtime. Yeah. Especially what? now that it's you know gets pitch black at you know. <laughs> I know at five o'clock. Whatever yeah. time it does, because stupid Feels daylight like it's saving, it's like dumb. Yeah. Yeah, it's dumb. Um, so, so hey, how you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Have we started yet? Yes. My week is November fifteenth through the twenty first. Oh my goodness, we are really getting late in the year now. Mm-hmm. And my year is 1997. Whoa. I feel like we've had 97 like five times in the last six weeks. Wait, really? No, but it just. I feel like like we haven't done 1997 at all. (laughs) That could be true. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, I I mean, I'll have to go back and check. But I really feel like. like, uh, Yeah. Your junior year of what? Was 97? Yeah. That's not true. Sophomore year of college was 97. Yeah, because 97, so this would have been my senior year of high school. Yeah. So I would have been getting ready for basketball <sighs> because we got bounced in the first round of the football playoffs, which would have been the first week of November. So, yeah, I would have been like, boom, basketball yeah. season. Let's go. Yeah, it was like. Because I was a much better basketball player. Getting than ready to turn football. 20, you know, Ooh. like feeling good. Were uh, you still at Georgia at this point or had you transferred by now? I had transferred. Okay. Georgia State, yeah, sophomore year. I was ready. Getting ready to go. What um, is Georgia State's mascot? The Panther. Oh, I was, I was totally convinced that you weren't going to know that. Oh, no, I know. The okay. Panthers. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. We're blue. Blue Panthers. <laughs> A lot <laughs> of blue Panthers. You know. Panthers aren't blue. And at Georgia State, they oh, are. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, We're not. We ain't Georgia Tech. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Yellow Jackets. If anything, if anything tells you how smart we are. We have a oh, panther right. that's blue. Yeah, yeah. Next to Georgia Tech. <laughs> Good job. Cool, cool, cool. Georgia Tech adjacent. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Okay, November fifteenth so, to the twenty first, nineteen ninety seven. Ninety seven. All right, let's rock and roll. On November nineteenth of that week, uh, the McCoy septuplets were born. Wait, what? <laughs> Do you know what a septuplet is? Well, that's seven. I know. I know that because Tiger Woods got a septuple bogey today <laughs> at the masters <laughs> that's the only reason that you know that no 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 okay. i knew that i knew that but it's it just see how i brought that back to sports 
What's up? If we were doing a sports podcast, that would be really important. Yeah, what's up? Uh, yes. Yeah, so Wait, so seven kids? That's like one less than John and Kate plus eight. Yes, good job. But, did the but they had eight because they had another daughter who was a year old. Wait, so they had who, the McCoys? Yeah, it's spelled McCoughey. It looks like it's M-C-C-A-U-G-H-E-Y, but it's pronounced McCoy. That's not McConaughey? No, that's what I thought. Like <laughs> McCoughey is what it looks like. Oh, interesting. But uh, Where are McCoy. they from? All right, let's hear about They're these people. In Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> what is that? Did you just combine? I, I mean, I know, look. Basically, all those middle states are all one giant Louisiana <laughs> purchase, right? You know, but did you just call uh, Idaho? Idaho? You combined Idaho and Iowa. Listen, my school had a blue panther. Well done. <laughs> just calm wow. down. I went to a really, really <laughs> public school. Yes, Des Moines, Iowa. They ha- they already had one daughter named Michaela Marie. Okay. Uh, she was born January third of ninety six. So this is like she's almost two basically. Oh, okay. So I was like, they didn't have Irish twins. They had no. Irish octuplets. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's way more than twins. Uh, so I guess the mother was under treatment for ovulation, like for infertility, and taking uh-huh. something called Metrodin, and she became pregnant with seven babies. Oh my gosh. Um, she... Hold on a second. Maverick, not the time to be eating. Thank you. Yep, no, bye. Just sit down. <laughs> this is always the time when you want to eat and it comes over on the microphones. Sit. Sit. Yep. All right. Good job. And fart. Yep. <laughs> okay. Or just keep eating. Wow. He sounds like a horse eating a carrot. Um, do you want me to keep going? Yeah, just yeah, keep okay. going. I mean this is this is what life is. We're okay. not we're not pausing. This this okay. is this is just what's happening. All right. So Anyway, um, she de- declined selective reduction. Which what does that mean? That means that you keep some of the babies and get re- and abort some of the other ones. Oh, so like, oh, I don't want seven. I want four. Yeah, or two. Right. You know, oh, my um, gosh. You know, something ha- manageable. Okay. Uh, so she just said she would put it in God's hands. Um, the obstetricians responsible for the medical care of the babies were Karen Drake and Paul Mahoney or something. I guess they're like, well, they're famous now. Um, so they had four boys and three girls. Wow. They were born nine weeks premature. Okay. Uh, by C-section. I feel like that's common, right? With, well, twins are usually a little early anyway. Yes. Yes. I mean, I guess when you have not enough room. Yeah. When you have seven in there, I'm, I'm sure they were all like two pounds each. Probably. Did it say? Uh, yes. It's oh, that. sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I'll, I'll be quiet. <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. Uh, they were all born within six minutes of each other, and they're the first known set of surviving septuplets. So they all survived. Oh, that's awesome. All the awesome. babies. Thank goodness. Uh, so I guess that, that was a first, and first known. Um, their order of birth was Kenneth, Alexis, Natalie, Kelsey, Nathan, Brandon, and Joel. Okay, I feel like we, we got lucky, like... <sighs> deciding on a name like we kind of just like (laughs) oh and it kind of came to us and we we had a name picked out you know kind of early in the process but you know a lot of people can't decide on a name for a baby right how do you decide like seven names do they like spin a wheel like wheel of fortune they have a bunch of names on it and they just let it rip and then wherever it lands or just draw it out of hats or like what you pick three i pick three and then we gotta 
come Rock, up with paper, middle scissors, names. Like, do they yeah. all do they go George Foreman where they just all have the same middle name? No, no, they're all like different. everyone's Joe or Josephine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would be impossible to come up with seven like names where you're like, all right, this is what I want to call my kid, and then you didn't you just never remember it the name they are right no they all had middle names they all had first names uh, yeah it was it was a lot i feel like that's a lot um yeah i i think it was hard to even come up with cage's name i can't even imagine yeah having to come up with that many and middle names i honestly think that like you just split it like you go like i do girls you do boys or whatever you yeah that I makes mean? sense i think that's fair that way it's like we all get names that we want or, right. or you know, right. just split it down, something like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I guess that's fair. Anyway, they were all healthy. Two of them were born with uh, cerebral palsy, uh, and they still need, like, walkers, and because uh, they've had a couple surgeries. Oh, wow. They're fine. They're still alive. They're fine. Yep. And uh, But everybody else had no issues. Um Obviously, it drew a lot of attention, kind of like, you know, when Octomom was around, it was like yeah. there was social media then. But this is like before social media. So it was in Time magazine and it was like a big right. deal. Right. So they were in USA Today and the cover of yeah, Newsweek like, and like NBC News and the Today Show did stuff. They didn't really give probably. any interviews. They were not like public media, not oh, like the well, Octomom or anything like that. I guess they gave like one local one and then all these other places just quoted it. So it seemed like their story was everywhere and that they were talking to everybody that they really Oh, but they just did one gave one interview and then it got shared by everybody. Oh, well, I like them a lot better than Yeah. So they were very low key. They did not horse, yeah. They got tons of donations. Um, yeah, I mean, imagine like, you know, people say, uh, you know, they bring you like a lasagna and a meatloaf <laughs> and stuff for just one baby. I mean, so, uh, you know, they, they got the whole town cooking. They got things a lot for more you. lasagnas. They yeah. got a 5,500 foot uh, house. Donated. Someone gave them a house. Yeah. 5,500 square foot house. What? A van, uh, diapers for the first two years. Two As, years worth of diapers. Yeah. So think about it. So the average baby, I know this because um, right we have a baby. Oh, <sighs> right. But I was going to say not from that, but because <laughs> when before Cage came out, we watched Look Who's Talking and uh, Travolta said the baby goes through about eight diapers a day. Right. So when you have seven babies, quick math, that's 56 diapers per day. Mm-hmm. And there's about what? Sometimes you get the big packs that have 120 in it. So you're rolling through two, two of those. A day, two, two every cases. two days. So like you're rolling through three to four cases a week, <laughs> which is twelve cases a month. That's a lot. One hundred forty-four <laughs> cases of diapers a year. That's a lot of diapers. A lot of diapers. That's a lot of diapers. I don't know. I mean, and, and do the math. They're probably what like thirty, forty bucks a pop for those things. Yeah. So what hot is mama. That's like five grand. Four or five grand. Yeah. yeah in diapers. Diaper. Yeah. Whew, baby. For a year. So two. Just for a year. Eleven thousand so dollar gift. So that's great. Good for them. So is it too late to donate to that? <laughs> yes. This was nineteen ninety seven. Dang it. If they're still in diapers, then they have much more issues than they've uh, told us about publicly. <laughs> um, they also got nanny services, a bunch of clothes. Even the state of Iowa offered full college scholarships to any state university in Iowa upon their maturity and graduation from high school. That's incredible. Yeah. Also by Hannibal LaGrange University in Missouri. So if they, that was all donated to them. Oh my gosh. Which is like, yeah, then you should have seven <laughs> if they're all going to be. Yeah. Is it too late for us to do that? <laughs> yeah. That'd be very helpful. Um, let's see. Bill Clinton 
telephone them to wish them congrats, like personally. Um, and then I guess there were these surviving quintuplets that uh, had been alive for a while. And so they called the parents of the septuplets and kind of gave them advice on like how to kind of stay out of the, like the public kid, the eye. Kids the kids the did. No, the kids, because I guess their parents put them in the middle of oh, the public eye. And so gosh. they were like kind of calling these parents, the McCoys, right. to just like kind of warn them like what that could be like. So that was kind of cool. That's cool. I mean, I, so we just watched the the Patriots game, beat the Ravens mm-hmm. in the rain. Good yeah. job, guys. Uh, and they're, they have a pair of twins that play on the team, the McCourty yeah. brothers. So they share their Twitter and Instagram is both like at McCourty twins. So like, do you think this, the septuplets, they all share like the same account? So it's like at McConaughey septuplets, like that's their account. And then like seven people share the same account. Um, do you think that's that would be hard, right you know, to know like who was tweeting what and when. Right, their and what account if you just disagree? gets banned. It's like, was it wasn't me. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't me. It was Kevin. God damn it, Kevin. <laughs> Joel, what are you doing? Yeah. So, no, I would think that anything that you share when there's seven of you is hard. I would think that it would be good for playing and for having team sports. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? Yeah, because it's eight. There's a there's an older daughter. Yeah, so they just have tons of kids running around. You always have somebody to play with. I can't imagine four on four how basketball. Angry a two year old would be. Like a two year olds already struggle with a new baby coming home. Right. Imagine seven new babies coming home. <laughs> I mean that kid, poor thing. Man, I hope they bought her a pony or something. Well, oh. they should be able to afford it if they got everything yeah. else paid or for. I hope someone gifted her like a go kart just so like she, she could have some fun. By the way, out. does she get screwed out of the free college, or is just that was just for the septuplets? It was just for the septuplets. Man, could you imagine if like they were all super smart, the septuplets, <laughs> and they they got scholarships anyway because they're like wicked smart, and the other girl was dumb, and she was just <laughs> like, man, I got nothing, and I can't even get free college. <laughs> Well, that would be really shitty life. To Idaho State? Yeah. Well, she could get a great degree from Idaho State (laughs) if she tries really hard. Is that like worse than the University of Phoenix? Yeah. Idaho? Yeah. Uh, That's where Cage is going to (laughs) go. He's going to be valedictorian at Idaho State. He's already been offered a full ride to Idaho State. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. We can tell people that. They'll probably believe it. (laughs) What? (laughs) Um, So the parents are um, religious, obviously, so they're very outspoken about anti-abortion events every once in a while, which makes sense, and selective reduction saying, well, can you just come to my house and tell me which kids you would have gotten rid of, you know? So, like, once they're... Yes, I I understand. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, hun- no, but she's like, no, please take one of my kids. <laughs> she could be. <laughs> um, her husband Kenny is a deacon at uh, their Baptist church, and in 2010, TLC made a documentary about them on their 13th birthday. Oh, like the rap group TLC? No, the TV. Oh, the channel. channel. Oh, the channel. Yeah, oh, got it. <laughs> so Don't they graduated in 2016 from high school. Oh my gosh! So they're out in the world right uh-huh. now. Four of them took the scholarships offered by Hannibal Lagrange in Missouri. Okay. And then two, or sorry, four of them went to Hannibal Lagrange. Two stayed in Des Moines, and Brandon enlisted in the army. 
So great. So it all worked out. The scholarships, except for Brandon, but he probably yeah. is getting Join college the army paid for and by he, the yeah, army. GI Bill. Um, and then their older sister, Michaela, in 2017. Gave birth (laughs) after she became married. She got married in 2015. (laughs) And so she gave birth in 2017. Became a porn star. Yes. (laughs) Right. (laughs) She went off the rails. (laughs) Yeah. Totally off the rails. Anyway, they all became aunts. That's what I was trying to say. Oh, Um, nice. Yeah. Natalie is the first to get married in 2019. Brandon also army guy obviously got married think about that family reunion right like maybe in 20 years when there's you know eight brothers and sisters and they all have three kids i just always think (laughs) about like oh god yeah bringing um a guy home to meet your brothers and your family and like just like how overwhelming that would be like imagine if i had seven brothers and sisters oh my gosh it would be disaster (laughs) that we had to go visit Oh, and, and by the way, none of them live in the same spot. Like they're like, here, 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 here. here. Like, okay, we gotta go to we gotta go to Idaho and Montana and Pennsylvania. Drop Idaho. Am I gonna drop it? <laughs> no, I'm gonna keep doing that because you said Idaho like that was a real place. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't have seven brothers and sisters because that's seven more people you would have tortured. Goodness. Uh, so that is the septuplet. And then I've like never... learning everyone's names, like if you're like a boyfriend or something, like yeah. I mean, I can't just imagine this like is feeling Joe, so outnumbered. Kevin, Nick, meeting Michelle. one brother is hard. Meeting three or four would be pretty hard. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, and sisters can be meaner sometimes. Right. I know. Yeah, my sister never liked any of my boyfriends. She still doesn't like my. <laughs> yeah, I totally <laughs> accept that. She's not even texting you back right now. <laughs> I know. So. She doesn't like me. Either. <laughs> <laughs> so that's okay. But I can't imagine how being so outnumbered. I don't know. It yeah. Would just, that would Seems like a lot. And like, what if, like, what if Christmas, like Christmas. Uh, birthdays like all the or just gifts. like like a pet like it's like joe wants a rabbit and then jimmy's like no i want a ferret and then they're like i want a cat i want a mouse oh. i want a, a hamster like and you got all these goddamn pets in your house because and then doing science projects like just think about growing up yeah i can't i think it's too much i mean that's a, do that's you, a lot. Have you did you ever know any triplets like so i've known some twins um let's see have I known some twins? Yeah, I guess. Not off the top of my head, but I'm sure that I came across some twins growing up. But I've never known triplets or four or anything no. like that. No. No, no, no. Because triplets, they can start to like read each other's minds and stuff like that. They have like a s- sense. Well, yeah, you know, especially if they're identical. Too. Like if you're identical twins or, yeah, twins yeah. or triplets. Like, man, oh, man. Yeah. So anyway. Really, that's crazy. Really that's in, crazy. That's intense. That, that's a lot. That seems like a lot. Was a lot. That seems like a lot. Well, good for them. They all made it. Um, this is a lot too. What else happened this week? So November fifteenth, nineteen ninety-seven, William Shatner, who's sixty-six, gets married to his third wife. Oh goodness. Noreen Kidd, who is thirty-eight, in Pasadena, California. Oh man, Shatner's living the dream. <laughs> yeah, twenties or whatever like 28 years difference between Woo. the two um yeah so i 28 year difference didn't know about her i mean i knew he'd been married a bunch but i i don't really think of are that. they still married 
No. Okay. They're not still married. Got it. Um, and I'll tell you why. Oh, lovely. Okay. Because that guy's probably impossible to be with. <laughs> that would be my guess. I so, am impossible <laughs> to be around because I'm always talking like this. Yes. Exactly. Was that a good Shatner? No. Oh, okay. Be quiet. Got it. <laughs> So, Noreen, she was an actress. Um, No way. (laughs) She really only had two credits. She was more of a model, and then she started doing it, but she only had two credits, so (laughs) she didn't do very much of it. Uh, She grew up in Boston, and she had a really thick accent, apparently. Maybe that's why she was more of a model, (laughs) because they don't talk. Uh, Apparently, uh, she left Boston at 17, but, like, she... When she came to the show business, she was such a fish out of water because she had like really thick accent. She was right. like tall and gorgeous, and like I guess Ooh. like her agent had to stop, had to teach her the word headshot because she kept going. These are my pitches. These are my pitches. Yeah, these are my fucking pitches. <laughs> so yo, give me the points. <laughs> yo, here's my picture. Here's I my picture with some words on the Iowa. back. Yeah. Yeah, so she was just... Yo, I like, took these at the Cumbies. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Yo, I, I went imagine. down to Walmart and I got some fucking pictures taken. So here, just read the words on the back. That's what I've done, kid. I mean, she's a beautiful... Imagine Giselle talking like that. You know what I mean? Like Giselle like, does talk weird. <laughs> like, let's be honest. I'm just saying that, like, this beautiful, like, tall, like, six-foot blonde is, like, saying, like, pitches and stuff. So funny. So anyway... Um, she was a model all over the world. She started like flying private everywhere, you know, like of course, getting of course. helicopters for her family. I guess one of her best friends was married to Dodie Fayed. Oh shit. Yeah. Really? That Dodie Fayed. Whoa. Uh, and so she just, she kind of like mixed in these like, so she became luxurious like, yeah, circles. so she was like a big time model. She became she a big time. She model. became, oh, yeah. but she just couldn't speak English cause she was from Boston. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So apparently she and Shatner met on the set of a TV show called Kung Fu. The legend continues. <laughs> I know you're a big fan. Big fan. I know you've seen every episode. It starred, it starred David Carradine. Oh, David Carradine. Mm-hmm. That guy went out the right way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With his penis in his hand. Yep. That's a good way to go. Autorotic asphyxiation. I know. <laughs> yes. Um, so Shatner was just doing one episode of this TV show. Okay, like, just like a TV guest spot. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. uh, so they met there, and they got married a couple of years later. Leonard Nimoy was the best man. That's amazing. Okay, good. So when you picture Shatner getting married, you think, look, Spock has to be there, and Spock's <laughs> the best man because that's who Spock was on yes. Star Trek. So that makes me happy that in yes. real life, Leonard Nimoy was there for... For Captain Kirk. That's all. He's awesome. also the one that warned Shatner not to marry her. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, Spock was always the wisest on uh, Star Trek. Uh, Kirk flew by the seat of his pants and made a lot of irrational <laughs> bad decisions. Yes. <laughs> so. Well, he's definitely done that in his life. So Nimoy was like, don't marry her. She's an alcoholic. Oh, right? snap. And he would know because he's sober, right? And right. so. Apparently, she was an alcoholic. Um, on their wedding night. Uh, on their wedding night? Shatner woke up at 8 a.m. the next morning, and she was still drinking and getting drunk. From their wedding. What? <laughs> yes. Uh, 
this is not in well. I want you to know. Just oh so my God. you can refrain from. Oh uh, wait, is she not? Is she not with us anymore? Uh, she's not with us. Oh no. Okay. Um, stop from the jokes. <laughs> but no, I'm just saying it was a lot. I guess she wanted to have a baby, and he wouldn't give her one saying she wasn't responsible enough. Well, he's right. <laughs> he's he was right. right. Could you imagine? Think about this. Hold on. Hold on. Let's just say someday we hypothetically get married, right? <laughs> and on the, on that wedding day, you're like, oh, man, I can't wait to like go to bed and do the wedding night stuff. And then I'm just go like, to bed and do I'm just like, hold on a second. <laughs> like. I still have some rounds left at the bar, you know. And so, oh no, alone at home. Alone, yeah. yeah. Well, and then I, you want to and, and then you're like, oh, I can't wait up anymore. And then you're like, Ding! alarm goes off, and it's eight o'clock, and I'm not in bed, and I'm just like, hey, where have you been? <laughs> I'm like still tying one off. That would be shocking you know? if you did that, but yeah, yeah. Not some of your friends. Some of your friends, I would believe. That is it. insane. But you, I no, I, no, I wasn't even awake with all of my friends doing this until yeah. late in the morning. It was just me, yeah, like no. watching reruns of Sports Center and just yeah. she drank a lot. Just, I yeah. mean, that's the Boston in her, right? Some oh, things yeah. never no, change. She was definitely Irish. Yeah, so she wanted a baby. He said no, and you know she, which made her drink more. And oh my gosh, got, that's, that's he bad. filed for divorce, but they were trying to reconcile. Well, how well, how far in did he file for divorce? This is two years. Two, okay, two years. Uh, almost, not even. Wasn't like a two month. It wasn't like a no. Humphrey's November ninety seven. They get married. Got it. Now it's August nineteen ninety nine. Uh, she's supposed to appear in court for another drunk driving charge because another like a second. second. Oh, fun. Uh, she doesn't show up. <laughs> Shatner gets home and finds her dead in his pool. Oh, <laughs> did you see that coming? I was just go- sitting here. I was, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, I was about to make a haha. Can't can't send me to jail for DUI if I don't fucking show up in court. <laughs> dead in the pool. Oh, yeah, my God. Dead in his pool. She drowned. She was drunk. And, and fell in the pool. And, and drowned, high on probably. Valium. Oh so she was gosh. like three times the legal limit. Oh. Also taking Valium. Apparently like dove into the pool, hit her head on the bottom, and then was knocked unconscious and drowned. Oh, that's so sad. Ugh. Oh my yeah. gosh. I so mean, it was as a whole much mess. as a screw up she was. He, he yeah, was. so he comes home. He's having dinner with his daughter. He comes home and finds her like floating in the pool. Oh my dead. Yeah. And obviously, you know, everybody thinks he has something to do with it, right? Like, it's oh, like the talk of the sure. town, kind of the way, you know. Um, well, Natalie Wood yeah, and Natalie, yeah, 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 that yeah. whole thing. Robert you know? Wagner and Walken, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't remember when that happened, but this is 97. I so this don't is remember like, this at all. I mean, I would have been 17, so, I mean, I wasn't yeah. paying attention to this yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah. I think I vaguely remember stuff about it. And, like, he doesn't really talk about it that much because, obviously, it was, like, a traumatic yeah. time. You married and this insane person for Nimoy a Nimoy was, like, years driving and... her to – she'd gone to rehab, I think. He was driving her to AA meetings, and, like, she just, like, wouldn't show up most oh of the time. Oh, yeah, she just uh, she didn't want to get better. And, Damn. Um, I mean, we've seen people like that. Yeah, so that's a that's a twist. It was really hard. Um, obviously, like I said, he was a 
big suspect, but the police, like, you know, did a thorough investigation, autopsy, and they found all the stuff in her system. There was no evidence of her being pushed or struggling. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. Um, so anyway, her death is how he met his fourth wife. (laughs) What? Elizabeth, who I guess. They both owned horses and they shared a stable or something in Santa Barbara. Okay. And so they knew each other. And when his wife died, when Noreen died, she sent him a letter saying like, hey, oh, I'm my so condolences. Sorry. Yeah. Like her husband and had Jenna just had like, died. A oh, couple hi. Of- what are you up to tonight? <laughs> Thinking about dinner with you. So when he, they finally met, he like thanked her and like she wasn't really interested because he still looks like William Shatner, even though he's William Shatner. <laughs> and um, all the zeros in the world yeah. in that bank account, he still looked like Shatner. She wasn't interested, but he eventually won her over and they got married in 2001, which was two years later. And uh, this guy just likes getting married. Like, they divorced last year. Oh my God! Well, that lasted. was finalized January of this year. So that lasted a little bit. Long. Yeah, it lasted. 19. I mean, he's also in his mid eighties. He's like yeah. eighty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah, like he'll probably get married again, like Larry King. You know what I mean? Like right, I don't know right, how right. these guys. Why do they keep doing? Why that? Why do they want to give their money away? It's but the like thing is, Cleese, like, I, like John Cleese, like, we're, like we're always yelling at him. Like, I why? get if you're lonely. I totally get that, right? And yeah. You just want someone around. You don't have to marry them. But that's what the girls say. They go, well, we have to get married or I'm leaving, you know? Bye-bye. There's, <laughs> there's more. There's lots of girls out there. Yeah, that's what I've I heard. Know. Some guys are just like serial monogamists yeah. and stuff like that. They feel yeah. safer. So Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, that was... Oh, my was gosh. What a story. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I was like, I know it's really... I didn't see all of that coming. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. I'm sure our parents are listening to the like we saw it coming. Like, oh, I remember that. (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) this one isn't as scary and awful. Oh, thank goodness. This is the last one. Last Um, one. So November 18th, 1997, the soundtrack for the movie Titanic is released. Oh. Oh. Because when did the movie come out? It was 97, right? That's when Titanic came out. December. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to do it then. <laughs> we still need to watch that, right? What were the mo- You need to watch Goodfellas, and I need to watch Titanic, right? Yes. And then report back? Yes. We'll do that at some point. Yes. They're both about sinking ships. <laughs> so, the, th- <laughs> <laughs> the soundtrack for Titanic <laughs> sold 30 million copies. Oh, my gosh. And it's one of the best-selling albums of all time. My heart will go on. Yeah, so apparently... Hey, look, great song. As much as I like song. to crap on the movie Titanic, and, yeah. you know, that's a great song but by Celine. She does a great job. Enya to do the soundtrack, I guess. Oh, Enya interesting. Enya was, like, big then, and uh, so he wanted Enya to compose all the mu- music, and he used a rough cut of her music when they were shooting the film and when he was started editing, um, but she declined. And so he had to approach James Horner, who they did not have a good relationship because he also James Horner did Aliens, you know, and Cameron is a notorious like insane. D.I.C.K. Yeah. 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 So um, but Horner also did Braveheart. And so he was just kind of won back over with the guy. So asked him to do this soundtrack and he composed the soundtrack having in mind Enya's style, like this Norwegian style. So then that's why, like, it, it is the most successful, like, harmony orchestra-based soundtrack of all time. I only know who Enya is 
because uh, freshman year college, which is just, you know, like a year later, uh, second semester, we this gigantic dude, Charles, lived on our floor. He looked like a professional wrestler slash professional athlete. He's enormous mm-hmm. and so jacked. Charles. This guy, Charles. He would, he lived on our, on our side, our wing of our floor. And he would sit there with the door open to his room, studying, blasting Enya, like, on 40. Because, like, back then you used to have the stereos. Like, you'd go to Best Buy and you'd buy one of those stereos that had, like, two gigantic speakers or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they had, like, the six-disc changer and whatnot and the two-tape player. And he would sit there right next to the speaker with Enya on 40. Like so, it was like the highest volume. Like the like. Of course, you would know the volume number. (laughs) And it was like, so you'd get off the elevator and you would just hear this god awful. (laughs) Just like so, and it's just like Charles, Charles, Charles. Yeah, bro. Like I gotta take a nap. Yeah, you felt like the music was in you. It yeah, was so loud. It was like coming out my Enya. You know what I mean? <laughs> like this was terrible. It was, and I'm like, what? What is this Enya? I, I don't know what that means. But turn it, it down. Sounds like like cult. Like like you know. I need to take like a nap. Groaning. Yeah. And that was the last it time was I ever long. heard Enya. So I'm yeah. Sorry. So that's how you know Enya. By the way, where does that rank on like terrible, you know, uh, Hollywood business decisions? Enya. Turn Enya is super successful. Great. Not as successful as she would have been if she did the Titanic soundtrack. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah. turning that to... down. Like, what? Yeah. I mean... Uh, I wonder if he said Titanic or if he said... Because they had, like, a fake name for it. It's called um, Ice Palace. Because he didn't want anybody to know he was making a movie about Titanic. Oh, so interesting. So he used, like, a decoy name for the film. Right. Until it came out. Uh, I mean, yeah, because back then you could like hide that so stuff. So maybe Enya you know? turned down Ice Palace, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then now she's like, "Why didn't you just fucking tell me?" You could have just, t- hey, James, ding, ding, hey, hi, hi. Is that how it sounds? hey, uh, <laughs> hey, James, Enya, you could have fucking told me it was Titanic, bro. Like, like, you know how much money, how much money you cost me? Like, scratch me a check. How about Titanic two? Did that ship uh, survive? I didn't see it. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, so Cameron also didn't want Celine Dion, you know, obviously. So who forced Celine? He just wanted like an orchestra bit. Oh, right, right, He didn't really want a song with words or anything. He thought words would take away from the movie itself. Yeah, well, guess what? It didn't. So here comes Horner, right? Yeah. Uh, And I guess Celine was really big at the time because she had done Beauty and the Beast. Oh, okay. Uh, That soundtrack. The, The Disney cartoon, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great movie. Uh, and so Horner and this guy named Will Jennings wrote My Heart Will Go On. And <laughs> wow. So, and they got her to sing it. So they definitely got Oscars for that, right? That had to have won the Oscar. Uh, I don't know if it won the... No, yes, it did. It did win the Oscar. Yeah. Yeah, it's Kate Winslet and the other... The older lady that plays Rose. Yeah. They were both nominated for Oscars and neither of them won. Oh, my goodness. What's it's the, the first time anybody's been nominated for the same part. Who the hell beat them? Two people. I'm sorry. Two people have been nominated for the same part. Who could have possibly beat I them I didn't that look year? it up because w- that wasn't my week. <laughs> oh, you, this is just the soundtrack. Got <laughs> it. It's just the soundtrack. Um, 
Well, text me. Oh, the, everybody tweet me right now who won the Oscar in 97 that year. Who beat Kate Winslet and the old lady? I guess um, Cameron changed his mind because Celine Dion came and sang the song to him. And then he was like... <laughs> like over peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? <laughs> hey, I'm having Subway, but if you stop by and uh, belt out a few bars of this yeah. uh, there, Celine. I don't know. Yeah. He was just like... Uh, yeah, it's like everybody was crying. It was like oh, the whole yeah. thing. I mean, or you... no, Hosmer or Horner came and played the um, soundtrack. They played it. Oh, and, like, God. People just went nuts. Oh, the whole I mean, group. So it ended up uh, becoming, you know, the key to the movie. Yeah, they I played mean, it I over mean, the credits. It wasn't in the movie. It was over the credits. Yeah. Um, became a worldwide hit. It won the Academy Award for Best Original Song. Yeah, they had as to As well have. as the Golden Globe. So... It quickly moved up the Billboard Top 200, going from number 11 to number one in January, keeping uh, Shania Twain's Come On Over and Madonna's Ray of Light from reaching number one. Yeah, so they never reached one, number one because... Because My Heart Would Go On was so on for like months. 16 straight weeks. That's four months. Yeah. It was replaced finally by Dave Matthews Band before these crowded streets. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Jeez. I hear some fun facts about the movie. Fun facts about the movie? I thought the movie hadn't come out yet. No, but uh, no, it hadn't come out yet. But oh, I just okay. decided to do it about the movie oh, okay. instead of the actual boat. Oh, fun! So if you cover Titanic, the movie coming out, you can do the boat. Season two. <laughs> uh, it was almost going to be Gwyneth Paltrow and Matthew McConaughey. Instead, of Leonardo DiCaprio. Now, what type of movie does that make it for you? Like, uh, is the movie better or? Well, I think the coolest thing about DiCaprio's character is that he seems so young. Yeah, he's like a boy. Yeah, and Kate Winslet's character is a little older in the movie, you know. So it's kind of like this coming of it, like uh, becoming a man almost. Yeah, it would. I don't think I don't like that. I don't like that with. Well, no, it's hard Paltrow to ever replace anybody, but it's also that McConaughey looks older than Paltrow to me. Right. So even that, back then, that would feel because he was probably coming off like dazed and confused and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Like, oh, he's always looked the same. Yeah, he's oh, even now he looks the same. He's like exactly yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't like that. I, there was I a lot like of that. people like Madonna was up for it. A lot of people were up for it. Nicole Kidman, but like um, Nicole Kidman probably would have done a good job. But uh, Kate Winslet like notoriously like read the script and cried and just like reached out after her audition and just like called him. She sent him a rose, but for her name was Rose. Oh. Like she just was like, this has to be my part. She was definitely a long shot to get it. And then she was probably relatively unknown back then. too. Relatively unknown. DiCaprio, um, had just come had off like, success. um, he was coming like, off that Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. And stuff. You know, he was kind of like a teen heart throb or whatever, but well, he yeah, was more of a sure. serious actor. He didn't care about that kind of stuff. Yeah. She was friends with him cause they had done some independent films together. So she kind of convinced him to like really like read with her, you know, and then like do the movie. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So it changed his the trajectory of his career. I mean, he probably would have been a big time movie star anyway, but yeah. definitely he got to put on the map a lot sooner. Yeah. He, Man, it like it's good that guy could catch some breaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness. Oh, thank God. It's like it's kind of the beginning of his Oscar snub, though. I mean, even though he probably should have won one for Gilbert Grape, but he, it's such horseshit. Like Leonardo DiCaprio should have like five Oscars. Oh yeah, 
It's it's so political r- because you have to go schmooze with all those Oscar voters and win them over and, and tell them how great they are. Doesn't care. He does not do that. It's so, so ridiculous. A lot of times when people win the Oscar, it's because they've done a lot of handshaking and like yeah. people don't realize that these are people the the people that vote for the Oscars. You have to have won an Oscar, and so they throw these parties like they give you screeners that like I get screeners every year. Yeah. But when you're an actual Academy Award voter, you go to these parties, you're getting schmoozed by like, yeah, all the, you know, so right, right, right. these people like, like to, stu- studio like to people feel important. Right. They want to feel important. So if Matthew McConaughey goes and makes them feel important or Bradley Cooper goes, you know, like right. Bradley you know. Cooper got hosed for. Yeah. Yes. All right. Recently too. It uh, was really long weeks. It was like 90-hour shoot weeks. Oh, yeah. So long. It's like Game of Thrones, you know, because James Cameron is just insane. Didn't um, he Didn't he build the ship like to oh, yeah. like 75% scale mm-hmm. or something? Like he yeah, built yeah. an enormous ship. Yeah. yeah, it was in like crazy tanks of water. Like, And that's yeah. what would infuriate DiCaprio because they'd do like the take like 18 times in frozen water, you know, like swimming and... yeah. You know, I can't imagine how he he reportedly like leaned down during the dinner scene to Kathy Bates and was with like the knife and was like, how do I give myself a lobotomy? You know, like he just like hated it. Um, Yeah. But he was a good sport. But Cameron was super thorough. And I guess one night it's like 430 in the morning. There's 2000 extras on. set. Oh, my gosh. It's the scene where they're like running up the the bowel Mm -hmm. for their lives because the boat's sinking and it's tipped. He calls cut like halfway through the scene and he rides this camera crane up. There's 2000 extras. He pulls this little old lady out and he's like, you're not just running. This is a quote. You need to go down to the sea deck because your daughter told you she forgot something very dear, her wedding ring. And she's going down there to wait. And she's going down there and you gave her five minutes. She's taken 10 and you regret making that choice. So he's like going to an extra see somebody not running at full speed for their life. Oh my god. He gosh. calls cut, rides the crane up and is like, This is how you're supposed this is your motivation. I you need know? you to be running extra. That's a very specific motivation. Yeah, your daughter very, went very down familiar. to get a ring five minutes ago. It's been ten minutes whatever. Like oh it's my insane. Gosh, that's insane. Yeah. yeah, he's insane. So I mean, just look at his acceptance speech at the Oscars that year. He like unraveled on stage, like, I'm king of the world. <laughs> no. And all that crap. Oh, God, I don't even remember that. Oh, that's the only thing I remember. Um, apparently, a big thing that I didn't know about. So, in the movie, Leonardo DiCaprio draws Kate Winslet, mm-hmm. right? I think that's really him drawing. Or, no, it's James Cameron it's James drawing. James Cameron yeah, drawing. Yeah, 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 he yeah. had a, a hand double, and it's James Cameron. And that drawing sold for $16,000 at auction. Wow. Um,. So it was released December 19th, 1997. It was still in theaters when it came out on VHS. It's one of the movie only movies in history to run so long. Yeah. I because mean, so many people went to watch it so, so many times. I like to do the, the top movie for my week. And like I've looked before and Titanic, I think, was the number one movie for like from December all the way through April of mm-hmm. 1998. It was just in the theaters. Oh, I saw it many times oh, in the theater. Thank God. <laughs> the one of and one of the things when it did come out on VHS, remember it was the two VHS yes, tapes. Double. It was double. Yeah. On um, when you had, cool. when you uh, had when to you rent had to it to at the, the store. Th- yeah. It's like home vision video in Maine. We didn't oh. have Blockbuster. We had home vision video. We had Rocket Video in Calhoun. Rocket Video. Yeah, my friend 
Uh, Rock video Elrod, st- still her open? parents owned it. Rock video still open? Probably. <laughs> Um, yeah, the two VHS tapes was super cool when you went to rent something like that. Uh, yeah. Um, apparently, this line, I'm the king of the world, was like made up by James Cameron on the spot. Like they were trying a bunch of lines when he's on the bow of the boat. Right. And they all sounded cheesy and awful. And so he like walkie talkies down to Leonardo DiCaprio and was like, say, I'm the king of the world. And DiCaprio, who <laughs> so had it, which was like, what? <laughs> he's like, say, I'm the king of the world. And he's like, no. It's <laughs> like, just try it. <laughs> Trust me. It's like all my walkie talkie. What? <laughs> say, I'm the king of the world. Oh, fine. You know, it's just like, God, the fucking Cameron. I'm the king of the world. And, and by the way, it works. Works. It's the most like, iconic line from the movie. Yeah. It's, the same, it's a very similar to. Yeah, yeah. How that line came about. Yeah, you told w- me that, right? Uh, yeah, so Michael Mann and Heat. He's Michael Mann's famous for a bajillion takes. Yeah. And Pacino had just had it at that point. And he did the, because she's got a great eyes. And you got your head all the way up it. And Hank told us the story, Hank Azaria, because oh, right. he's in that yeah. scene. That's who Pacino is saying that to. Oh, right, 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 right. Hank told us his reaction that makes the cut of Jesus. <laughs> It was his re- real reaction, not acting reaction, of Pacino saying that to him. And wow. it's off screen, but the audio of Jesus makes, <laughs> makes, the, makes the final <laughs> movie. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they definitely didn't agree on that line. King but of the it world. ended up working and becoming I mean, like, the I, most I iconic. Kinda, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's what Cameron says at the, his, uh, when he wins the Oscar. This is a fun fact. Apparently, Leonardo DiCaprio would fart into his jacket a lot and throw it over Kate Winslet's face every day. When he By the way, shooting. and that totally worked. You know, Leo hit that over and over. No, stop <laughs> it. I'm just kidding. That fart jackets don't work. Maybe in Idaho. Guess you'll find out later. The actual Titanic ship cost seven and a half million dollars to build. Yeah, think about the that. The movie Titanic cost two hundred million. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I mean, it's probably more. But it also grossed a billion dollars. Yeah, exactly. So. It did okay. Seven uh, and a half million, though. But in 1912, you know, 1910, 1911, when they were building it, like yeah. seven and a half million dollars is might as so, well be two hundred million. Yeah. Might as well. yeah. yeah um, this is the last thing, and this was the craziest thing to me. On the very last day of shooting, 50 cast members from Titanic had to go to the hospital, to the emergency room, because the chowder that they ate on set was laced by PC, with PCP. <laughs> by Shatner's first wife. You didn't know that. She was fucking Yo, kid, pissed. that fucking chowder. I just put some, I just put a little something extra in the chowder, kid. Don't worry about it. Cameron, don't fucking worry about it, bubs. Put me in your pictures. Put me in your pictures. Put me in your movie pictures, please. I promise I'll be good. Hey, yeah. Leo, what's up, baby? They think the chef was like mad about something. And so he, he put like, PCP in the jar. So they all have like hallucinations <laughs> dizzy and freaking out and yeah so they hallucinated that the boat didn't sink <laughs> i can't even believe that i can't imagine that is insane i mean i have no idea what it feels like to be on pcp but i know but i bet it's I insane yeah no so you anyway just, you just start seeing things you're just like ah. yeah yeah 
fucking Oscars or uh, I mean. Avatar. Maybe that's how Avatar <laughs> came about. <laughs> James Cameron James goes Cameron to the hospital. James was like, I have a vision of a blue man in the <laughs> woods. And he starts <laughs> yeah. writing it down. Maybe. That is amazing. Yeah. So that's my week. November 15th Yay. through 21st, 1997. That's that. I wanted to talk about, I almost talked about 1991. Oh, wow. Because during this week of 1991, well, it was revealed that week. Millie Vanilli was not singing. Oh, yes. Well, was that like the only thing that, that happened? That was the only this thing, week? and I was like, oh, man. I'll, let, I'll just softball pitch that to Christopher. I remember, uh, let's see, I would have been in like the fourth or fifth grade back then. We were living in Alaska, so I remember when that, when that news busted out. Oh, yeah, I couldn't believe it. Girl, I was just you know shocked. Like, why dance. would anybody lie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're a kid, you're just like, what? Lip sync? It's what wasn't them the whole time? Like, yeah, what do you, you mean? You can't even wrap your brain around Yeah, I couldn't yeah. even. Yeah, so that, anyway. That's so funny. Millie that's, Vanilli. Yeah. Wow. I think one of the dudes died, right? Of AIDS, I think. <laughs> I don't know. You'll have to explore I, that during I could your be, week. I could be making that up. And if I am, then I apologize. But I feel like that's true. You want to just quick look that up real quick? <laughs> Sure, if you want me to. I, I, but I, I, I don't want to like say that out of turn, but I feel like that actually happened. Like one of the Millie Vanilli dudes is no longer with us. Um, Am I right about that? I feel, Rob Pilatus, let's see. I feel, like, uh, I feel like that's what happened. Somebody out there is scr- screaming at their... April 3rd, 1998. Uh, Eve of promotional tour... Found dead from alcohol and prescription drug overdose. Okay, so that's not AIDS, but I knew that. He, <laughs> but I knew that he was. I knew that one of them died. Yeah, let me see if the other one's alive. Hold on. Yeah, he's alive. He lives in Paris. Oh, sweet. The other guy, I guess, was. Paris would be a sweet place to live if you were just like. Oh, he's was German. There I were Paris, Parisian, and German. I could live. I thought they were. No brothers. wonder they couldn't. They needed a lip singer. <laughs> I always thought they looked the same. I thought we thought they were brothers. Girl, related. you know it's true. <laughs> oh, wee wee wee, girl, you know it's true. Hey, mon yeah, I love you. <laughs> je t'aime. Je t'aime. Mon frère. All right, we gotta go. All right, we're done. We're Good done. Night. All right, everybody, thanks for listening this week in the nineties. Hit us up on the socials, and we'll see you next week. Peace out. This week in the nineties podcast. <laughs>